Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to AMTV Radio. This is the podcast where I'm joined by a very special guest each time, and we just talk about, well, whatever we like, really. And this time, I'm joined by a very special guest because she's not just a creative here on YouTube, she's also a personal friend of mine. Please welcome the Book of Laura. Laura, how are you doing? I'm okay, thank you. How are you? <laughs> thank you for having me. This is so exciting. I know, isn't it? It's so exciting. Like, because especially for me, like, you're, I think, I try to remember you're like I think the sixth or seventh recording session I'm doing in like this initial wow. season, and it's so nice to know that I'm chatting with someone like who's also you know someone I know beforehand because uh-huh. like I have that thing where I don't know if you have this like where you talk to people over Skype or whatever they're people like you watch or something like that and you're like mm. oh my god I'm talking to them like they're listening they're they doing a podcast with me but it's nice that. Here with me, mate. Here with me, mate, Laura. I'm, I'm so. here to humble you. I'm here to bring you back down to earth. You know, <laughs> no, you can't be oh, having yeah, all these celebrities. Yeah. It's just yeah. got to be sometimes a bit of Laura. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, was, I mean, you've carved yourself out a good audience here on YouTube. I believe is it like you're near twenty thousand now, aren't you? Oh, I, think I don't I even. I think maybe. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it stayed a bit stagnant for a, while. <laughs> a peak, and now we're just riding that that wave. That's fair. Ride that wave all the way. So, I mean, for those who don't know who you are do you want to just have a quick summary of like yourself your channel what it is sure. the sort of things you do i mean i can't imagine there are any who don't know that no, that <laughs> oh yeah joke. i mean everyone <laughs> knows laura so. <laughs> um so um yeah so i made a good old youtube channel about like six years ago maybe seven years ago that's horrendous <laughs> oh isn't time Mad. a disgusting concept very horrible concept yeah <laughs> oh grim um and I, you know, just much like yourself, making whatever you fancied. And then uh, one day, for whatever reason, I got a bit viral. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and it was, a, and it was a, a video about, I don't know if you've heard of him. He's like a singer. He's called Michael right. Jackson. He's not that, he's yeah, kind of that, underground. That rings like a faint bell. Yeah. yeah. Might have caught it on TV once or something. Probably. Yeah, something like you that. might have heard mm. him like in the background of an M&S advert or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, so I made a video about him and it caught a bit of attention. So then since then, yeah. it's just been you know, people following and stuff. Um, and that's about it, really. Yeah. I'm just enjoying I, lockdown. What, what I love is that, like, uh, some of your more recent videos that you have posted on the channel. Like, you're, I think you're one of these creatives who's not afraid to, like, just make, like, say whatever the hell you want, regardless of, like, yeah, the Michael Jackson thing might have, like, got you that initial traction, got you, like, the, you know, some, mm-hmm. like, subscribers, some following. But you still, like, just make... One of my favourite videos of yours is when you do, like, the different kids in the nativity... Because oh, like, yeah. I, re- I relate to that. I was about three of those kids all in one. But do you know what I mean? It's like some creatives, yeah. I think when they find their niche, they're like, oh, well, I can't make this because my audience mm. aren't going to watch it. They might, you know, they might leave, blah, 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 blah. All those horrible, because let's face it, YouTube punishes us for like doing anything remotely creative, yeah. which is horrible. But yeah, I just like that you, you're just like, eh, fuck it. Just, just do it. Know? Yeah. Well, and- it, it, you sort of got you in a way, I guess, because it's like, you know, you I don't know about you. I'm not going to pay for this stuff, so it's like you might as well make the make the thing that you uh, find enjoyable. And then if it, you know, because I I always viewed YouTube and I still do as mm. less of a um, less of like a people pleasing thing. Obviously, I would like mm. people to enjoy it, but actually, it's more of like a a video diary for me to look back on when I'm old. So, for example, oh. like posting a video of me and my boyfriend me cutting his hair that's like half for like entertainment half for me to look back and go look at us when we were young and full of hope you know (laughs) so it's like you know nice and if other people get enjoyment out of it great but it's mainly like a little living photo album if you will 
No, I like that. I mean, with my old videos, I'll probably just look back and say, why was I filming with like a Samsung Galaxy mm. S2 with the flashlight on, with no background music, no edits, Tasty. just like raw footage. Oh, it's just... But it's weird, like, I, even though those videos are, like, by, like, you know, today's standards, I would say like, they're horrendous. Like, I'd never watch them. <laughs> There's something in me. It's like, well, I can't take them down. Like, yeah. sort of what you're saying. It's like, that was what it was like back in mm. 2012, 2013, as, as cringy as it was. But, um, yeah. And you'll love yeah. the fact that they're there when you're, like, 50, 60-odd. You'll oh, love yeah. the fact that you've got those. And you go, oh, look at this. It's hilarious. Look at what I was getting up to. <laughs> you know if you ever get married, times. if you ever mm. get married, some of those clips will be busted oh. out at like the reception and stuff like you know it as yeah. well busting out like me and my wedding dress probably if i keep eating uh <laughs> definitely we're but, all the same we like hope. we've all done it lockdown's pretty much an excuse just to just to eat whatever the hell you want and you know oh, fair great. play fair play everything in moderation Indeed. so um obviously like focusing on the michael jackson thing for a second obviously sure. as we're all aware in the last year, there was a certain documentary that... Don't know what you know, you're talking brought... about. I've got, what? Oh, what yeah, about? you do. <laughs> well, again, the, you oh, know, they sort of aired it on Channel 4, like, you know, really yeah, late at night, yeah, not yeah. the sort of thing you watch. Yeah. But obviously, like, the whole Leaving Neverland thing. And I think mm-hmm. I, I, I did watch a video, I think, you, you made a while ago on why you don't make as much Michael Jackson content anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think I respected your, your views on it in a way because I sort of... I think when that came out, because I watched it at the time, I think as a lot of us did, mm. and... I, I think I made a reaction video to it myself, as did you, I think, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, I think so, yeah, like right after, yeah. And I don't know about you, but just after that, for me, it wasn't that I didn't feel comfortable, like, necessarily making Michael Jackson content, but sort of that initial, like, drive or love I had for making it just mm-hmm. wasn't there anymore. I don't know if you, it was that sort of, I say I've seen your video, but I can't uh-huh. remember every single point. Was that, like, sort of the reason for it, or were there other factors in it as well? You know what it is? It's really odd, because it's, like, the thing you were describing of, like, the love for it going, that, that for me, happened actually long before the documentary, and I, it's okay. nothing to do with, like, the subject matter. Like, I could have been making videos about, you know, different types of butter in the supermarket. <laughs> if you make 20-plus, 20 25, 30 videos about one subject, it, drain, it gets a bit the same me you know yeah and like you know when you edit things and like you're just looking at yourself doing like just screaming over a performance of billy jean again and again and again it's just a bit like <laughs> so it wasn't that i stopped liking michael jackson i still love that that like man and the music is incredible and everything sure uh but it, it did get a bit tired so actually when that documentary came out i wasn't even really making michael jackson videos and I, it was more just a thing of like i said in the most recent one it was it's not a case of I believe this, I believe this, blah, blah, blah. You know, whether you believe it to some extent, believe it, you know, that's not what it was about. I just said Mm. I didn't feel comfortable posting a video about someone who had a conversation surrounding him that's anything to do with things like that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, of course. Whether it's true or not, people are associating his name with this, and I don't want that anywhere near my channel. Do you know what I mean? Whether it's like true or not. So I was just took a bit of a break and. Now I think where I am with it, it's, I said in, in my video, I said, I'm only going to make things that I feel inspired to make. And, you know, if that includes me chatting about some Michael songs, it does. And if it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't. So that's where I am at the minute. <laughs> well, um, again, fair play to you. Because I think, again, like some creators, I think on this platform have that thing of, you know, even if the thing they talk about is controversial, it's that thing of, oh, but even though it's controversial at the minute, if I don't talk about it, then 
all the things we mentioned earlier in it, like, oh, I'm mm. going to lose this, I'm going to lose that. But yeah, so fair play to you for just, I think what I like about y- y- your videos like that, where you are just like talking to your audience, you're very transparent. And mm. I feel that's, that's something that's, well, no, I think you are like, you're very, I mean, it helps that I know you as well as a yeah. person, but I think even putting in the, you know, the mindset of someone who doesn't know you, I think you're just yeah. very, you're very like honest about things, which I think some creators necessarily aren't on this. But I'm not going to name any names, yeah, yeah. but there are like you see some videos of a creator like either whether it's an apology or a statement. Oh, plenty of them, aren't there? Oh, was we it? Love no, an this, apology video. this is the YouTube apology, and it's sit down and. <sighs> I, I really didn't want to be <laughs> making this video today. Yeah, but just yeah. things like that. It's like you can sort of tell there's that like performance side of it, mm. and I, I like yeah, just fair play to you for being like, nah, this is this is how I feel. Well, I don't this know is if, how it is. if you've if you noticed, there's definitely been like a shift in what people like from like uh, YouTube creators at the moment. Like it's mm. gone from being like. I want to see a skit. I want to see a five-minute skit of this guy doing silly faces. And blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it very much feels now people are like, oh, I just want a guy to just talk. Like people, some of the most yeah. popular videos you see now are like 30 minutes of someone just chatting about something or like a, a detailed essay on like, yeah. I don't know. It's it's crazy. Like, I don't know whether it's because the YouTube generation in little quotes has grown up a little bit and like now yeah. what they want is... So I think now you have to be transparent and you have to be like a normal person. Otherwise people just go like, oh, I'm no click you know next so, yeah it's and weird. It, it, i i think you're right i completely agree like i think it's that want for more i, I want to say in quotation marks but as mm-hmm. say like the more lengthy videos like more netflix style content yeah like yeah. that kind of depth or niche things i think youtube's sort of blending with netflix in that respect which uh-huh. i mean i love a bit of netflix so i'm all i'm no, all for no. that but there's there's still some creators out there i don't know if you've heard of a guy called j station I'm not. I'm really terrible with YouTubers, you know. I don't, I don't really watch a lot, but I'll <laughs> no, give you. No, that's fair. I'll give you YouTube drama. Like, is is the purest form of trash. I'll yeah. say that now. <laughs> but it's like a low key guilty pleasure. Like, yeah. I low key love like hearing what's going on. Same. But it, this guy, like, he's one of these people who you know instantly every syllable is like shouting. He's like, "Hey guys, how's it going today?" And he, he's known for doing these three a.m. challenges where he supposedly wow. summons someone from beyond the grave. And it got to a, oh yeah, it got to a point where it went like, I mean, you could argue it was disrespectful to begin with, but then he started doing it like after, like the day after celebrity death. So like (gasps) uh, Mac Miller, I think he did one on Kobe Bryant, you know, being like, hey guys, obviously as we all know, like, you know, Kobe Bryant's passed away, but we're going to summon him with the Ouija board. Yeah. And I think his channel's still there. He's, well, he took a break. I don't know if he's come back, but there's, there's other creators who are basically, because everyone, you know, everyone shat on him for it. Quite rightly so. It's like, this is, this is garbage content. Like, obviously it's not real. Mm. It's, it's hyped up. And there are some YouTubers making like this really in-depth, like you were saying, this more in-depth like essay about basically why he's an awful creator in that sense. But Mm. yeah, the the landscape's definitely changed. It's not smosh like skits anymore, is it? Not not the good old days. You know, you can't just be like, you know, do a Zoella Primark haul anymore. You got to be like, you know, go to the top. Like RIP before the fall, Shane Dawson, Uh, I think was the king of it. Oh, Shane. I know. He was doing Netflix stuff. I was. I, you know, I, I really... Um, was a, like a, a fan uh, especially like his longer ones that he did like you know I wasn't really as much of a fan when he used to do like the skitty sort of stuff but yeah, yeah. Uh, what he was doing before the the, the, <laughs> the big collabs uh, yeah. was really good and it was like that was pretty trailblazing I think for YouTube most people like I think he was the first person to go like I'm gonna do 40 minutes and do it documentary style do you know what I mean and now a lot of people yeah. are doing similar things 
No, I love it. Like that that one he did on the whole Tanacon convention was it's like amazing. It's so great. interesting because yeah. I'd never really like paid much attention to like her or whatever uh-huh. she did, but just the way it was done, I was like, holy shit! Like I'm I'm in this. Like I'm gripped. But yeah, the quality what, was high. What's your view on this whole Shane Dawson thing? Then where where do you stand? Well, you know, I don't want to get religious on you, Adam. But I, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I like, I believe in a in a faith, and my That's faith fair. says that you don't, uh, you don't just cancel people. So I, sure. I don't believe in this cancel culture anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a, I believe that most people make hair mistakes some a lot larger than others sure, and sure. have these mistakes by Shane Dawson were ridiculously large uh, yeah, yeah and I believe in taking accountability I believe in being held accountable for your actions and I believe in learning and I believe in changing and growing do I believe in bullying people on the internet and telling them to kill themselves no I don't no, I think no. that's pretty bad so I think the intentions behind this cancelling is yeah. just and I think yeah you know we can't let this man continue to make money off uh content that is offensive um and but do i think that he deserves like to be told to die no i don't no. so that's where i stand with it no <laughs> I, i'm absolutely on the same page as you like i did a, a video on it sort of at the time just talking mm-hmm. about like not just him but you know like the whole jenna marbles thing like her yeah. saying she was and that wasn't i i felt that wasn't really people cancelling her that was her realizing she'd made these mistakes and uh-huh. being like look not happy with this yeah i need to but then everyone's like oh you made this mistake right cancelled like it's cancelled yeah. i think people are so quick i think i can't if it was one of my guests or just someone i was talking to they were arguing like the phrase cancel culture is now yeah. being like used to describe things that aren't necessarily cancel culture if that makes sense mm. it's like the blanket term now it's like you make one small mistake oh cancelled even yeah. though you're not cancelled but that's what that's what people uh-huh. say like i don't know if you've seen people are coming after matt smith at the minute um, Why was he like, done? Well, it's it's uh, like apparently in an interview, like again, you know, God knows how many years ago, yeah. um, it was like, oh, what's, oh, what was it? It was like, what's the thing you want to do next or something? I'm guessing like you know, in relation to like acting or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he said something along the lines of like, oh, well, Jennifer Lawrence definitely. Like, yes, that's that's very crude, like very, <laughs> like te- you know, teenage angsty oh, boy humor. But on. like, like yeah, he, if he's like, yeah, that was like a really shitty thing to say. Yeah. But like, does he deserve to be cancelled? Not really. Like, it, yeah, it's it's it's. It, I I I also have an issue with going back in people's timeline mm. and presenting them with what they've done and what they've said giving them the chance to say like oh wow i'm so sorry that it was a different time like i i didn't realize i've learned now i'm so much better now i think that's how we should approach it rather than you said this in the past no chance to redeem yourself off our radar off you go off yeah. you pop bye-bye you know that's yeah. just like oh my gosh give them a chance to say like i'm sorry i've learned since then i would never say that now you know yeah, I think that's it. Giving people like the chance to well defend themselves, quite frankly, like you yeah. know, just to like we. I think I I believe genuinely. I I think I've said this sentence about sixty times in the last month. I genuinely <laughs> believe every single person on this earth has said something worth cancelling. And oh, it'll, oh yeah everyone yeah. you know back in school some of the things we used to say horrendous but every Gosh. 11 year old was saying them and yeah. it was like terrible mm. but if someone filmed me when i was 11 saying these words and put it on the internet and said cancelled for saying this i'd be like but that's not me now i would never yeah. say that now that i we can't hold people to the same standards that we have now like back in the past and it just happens that some people 
are filmed or recorded saying those terrible things in the past. And yeah. some people are terrible people. Some people, it, it just exposes the fact that they are horrible and they are terrible. Some people yeah. just said one silly thing when they were younger and there's a yeah. line there and and we need to learn the difference, I think. But yeah. what do also I if, Also, if someone filmed you when you were 11, if it wasn't your parents, closet, yeah. closet <laughs> nonce, closet <laughs> nonce, maybe? A bit yeah. weird, you know. But we yeah. all had that one teacher at school, just saying. Um, just saying. You know, <laughs> like, you you know, you had thoughts. You were like, hmm, like, questionable. But anyway, moving on. Question. Um, yeah, just bringing a... up Matt. Go on. Sorry, go on. No, you go first. Don't worry. No, I was just saying it's a crazy world, isn't it? Crazy it's world. A, it's a very crazy. I mean, the world's ending currently. Yeah. Like, the world is folding So what does it matter itself. anyway? We can say what we want. The world's ending yeah, anyway. Just a shame we're actors, you know. True. <laughs> what's, what's the acting industry? Oh you know, it's kind of dead. But, um, Imploded. Just... On acting, like mentioning Matt Smith, you are, of course, a Doctor Who fan. Oh, oh, I don't. Oh, yes. you know where this is going. Oh dear. Oh, <laughs> no, you know... what I've done, what I've done with some previous guests, <laughs> just to make it, you know, feel easy for you. I've debated with a few guests about the Chibnall era, yeah. series twelve, and mm-hmm. it's always, I'm like, I'll hear you out, you hear me out. <laughs> it's all, do you know what I mean? It's all cool. No nastiness. It's not. It's not the no, Twitter know, comments. Like. No, you know what it is. It's a genuine fascination. I'm actually <laughs> like I was saying to I was saying to Vez, my boyfriend, for the listeners. Um, mm. I was saying like you know I am fascinated to pick Adam's brain a little bit and just find out because I I want to be involved. I really yeah. do. Like yeah. I when I remember sitting and looking because I you know I wanted a female doctor. I wanted to be the first female doctor, so I'm a bit annoyed about that. Um, yeah. but I was like, fine if it can't be me, I'm happy for someone to do it. And and then Jodie Whittaker, not her name, Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker comes out, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, yes, she was amazing mm. in Broadchurch." Chris Chibnall writing, "Oh my gosh, Broadchurch is one of the best things I've ever seen," and I was pumped. I was so pumped, and I and so I'm annoyed that I can't be a part of this because I I wish I could be like, "Oh yeah, she's great, and I love that episode, and I love that," episode, but I just can't, and it's so yeah. upsetting. Oh, so man. it's it's not like a like a na- I'm not like like me angry at the people who like it. I'm not like saying they're they're stupid or they got. I'm just genuinely confused why I feel like I'm on the outside of the of the no, circle. That's- <laughs> that's fair and like i appreciate that as well because like the amount of times again i think it's easy to get misconstrued on like twitter and stuff when uh. it's just text but like the amount of times i'll try and like just explain why i like it and yeah. then i'll be oh you're a shill you're a jody bot you're a jody stan it's like it's well no it. like that's i'll weird. criticize it but like do you know what i mean it's like the defense mm. like oh if you like it you must be like a shill for the era or whatever but yeah so well i, I think maybe best to start try and explain to well, not trying to explain it's the wrong term. Just explain to me and the listeners, like, in your opinion, why do you think this era of Doctor Who for you has gone downhill? Okay. So I'll, st- okay, like, I'll still limit myself to three points. Otherwise, I will take up the rest <laughs> okay. of this 40 minutes. So I'll limit myself to three points. So point one. So they took this era and went like, yo, we're just going to like completely make it, though, anyone who starts watching can follow what's mm. going on. So they wanted to sort of yeah. get new audiences. But if I watched any other tv show that you know since the new who has been on for like 12 13 seasons i would not expect to jump in at season 13 and be explained to what's going on i'd be like listen i know i've got to go back to the beginning so the fact that they came in being like um like 
literally starting as if we're idiots, being like, oh, I'm a Time Lord from Gallifrey. And I was like, it's okay, <laughs> we know that one, you know? And, yeah. and they just completely like, these people who she's hanging out with don't seem to care anything about her. We don't know who the Doctor is. She's not like, it's just, it, 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 yeah. So that's my first point. Okay. Second fair, point, fair. I, I don't know what has happened. <laughs> For some, I don't know whether it's the writing or the direction, but the acting, oh my gosh. Like, I don't want to say anything nasty because I know that these are probably wonderful actors and I know sure. Jodie Whittaker's wonderful because I've seen her in other things. Um, I, I don't know what's not connecting. I don't mm. know what's making it so wooden. I don't know whether it's the direction, the writing, the atmosphere on set, the, the catering. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but it's just, I can't relate to it. Um, no, sure, sure. And my point three um, is the, I think my biggest problem is, with it is that it feels like a completely different show and not in a good way i think okay. what i love about doctor who like if you ask me what my favorite moments of doctor who it's like um the rings of akaten matt smith yelling like being mm. you know just like sh- screaming it's it's david tennant being like on voyage of the damned you know like i'm a time lord i'm gonna do this <laughs> you know it's like you know it's Catherine Tate, Donna Noble, who I took my stage name from because I love her so much. Yeah. It's Donna Noble having her mind wiped and like crying and being, no, no, please. It's, it's all those moments. And what I get in this Jodie Whittaker era is just like, oh yeah, I'm a time lord. Right, come on then. With no music, <laughs> no, no build-up, no drama, no tension. It just feels like the wettest lettuce of a programme I've ever seen. It feels like it's on CBBC. It feels like it's for kids. And... Yes, I'm going to stop myself there because no, I will fair. continue for a while. So that's my issue. Well, well thank you Limited. for making them like somewhat humorous as well. You're, you're welcome. Help. You're welcome. Um, well, with your first point then about um, first point was the whole like rebooting back to basics sort of yes. thing. Yes. I agree with you that I think they did that like too much. Mm-hmm. Like they went really as if like no one had ever seen the show before. I was yeah. a bit like, okay, we don't need to, you know, come on, come on. Yeah. Now. But um. I don't know. I think, like, how I see that is that they do that, you could argue to an extent in, say, like, The Eleventh Hour or Deep Breath, to an extent, not nearly yeah. as much yeah, as yeah, uh, yeah. in Jodie's one. So I guess, I don't know, I think maybe when that started, in my head, I was like, oh, well, you know, I sort of thought, well, they're going to have to reboot it to some extent. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe that's why I gave it a pass. I was a bit disappointed how in Series Eleven, like, we had... It's weird to say, because, like, there are fans like, you know, there's no returning monsters. That's bad. But then when you bring it back, like, no, you're using them too often. Yeah. I, w- I was sort of like, even just like one, like one episode. It didn't have to be the Daleks or the Cybermen. Mm. It could have been like a one-off thing. And I would have been like, oh, nice. But the fact they tried to make it completely new and it was such a big shift, I think that might have been a misfire, yeah. in my opinion. But um, I think what I loved about it, though, and it's it's weird, like, I just had a lot of fun. Do you know right. what I mean? Like it Great. was yeah. like the whole time. I don't know what it was like. Yeah, there are flaws in it, which we'll talk about in a minute. But yeah. just like the whole time, maybe bar one or two episodes to some degree, like when it finished, I was like, hey, do you know what? I've had there's a smile on my face. Like I've had fun. Yeah. I'm genuinely enjoying Doctor Who and stuff. And it was really I, I think that's why I enjoyed it. And the fact she was all really bouncy and stuff like, yes, she mm-hmm. I think she could have been a bit more like, you know, have those darker or those more emotional moments in series yeah. 11. They did it in series 12 a bit, but I think it should have been earlier. Yeah. But I just loved how bouncy, she, how much of a contrast it was to Capaldi, who was a bit more rough around the edges. And he's my favorite doctor. Yeah, he's same. like my, he can be my future husband. Yeah, I um, love that one. <laughs> but um, I just think, I mean, I was talking about this with a, a guest the other day, how in Twice Upon a Time, if you think about it, 
by the end, Capaldi's like he he's in a way like he wants to die. Like he's ready for yeah. for death. He's like, why can't I just rest? Like, yeah. can I just end it? And if you think about it, it's like that's really dark. Like yeah. he's just like, ah, do you know what? But there's something that makes him want to keep on living. And the fact Jodie's doctor has that like lust for life almost. I think. I find that really inspiring in a way. Like yeah. even, mm-hmm. yeah, so I think that was like the main thing in series 11 I took away. Series 12, I enjoyed more. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, the everyone's favorite is the Timeless Children. You know, the finale <gasps> with, with, the big, with the big twist. Um, thoughts Gosh. on said big twist? <laughs> you know what? At that point, I stopped caring, really. I, <laughs> honestly, we were watching it out of sheer, like, because we had to, because it was like, we have to watch it, it's Doctor Who. And at that point, I was like, yeah, whatever, they can do what they want. I, I don't <laughs> care anymore. Because it didn't feel like Doctor Who, so I was like, it's fine. It's not, it's not really Doctor Who, it's just like someone else. So I just sort of like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think what you said about the performances, which I think was your second point, mm-hmm. like, to some degree, yes, I agree with you again. Like, there are moments in episodes where I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah. Like, no, and I think in a way not to put us on a pedestal but you know me and you have both been through actor training like we get taught like to break down a scene and how Uh to approach something and i think for us you know when we see it we're kind of like that's is it do you think uh, to a degree of like maybe that's not how we do it are we putting like on our actor analysis heads a bit do you think you know i i don't think when i you know i don't even think it's like so much the acting i think actually it was the writing i think it's a mix Mm. of the acting and the writing i just think something about it was just like Kalunky, you know, it's yeah. just like the the dialogue was just like no one speaks like this, like yeah. you know. And I didn't like the fact that they had characters in there that felt completely useless. Like there were mm. like there'd like millions of people in the TARDIS, and like yeah. sometimes like Yaz would say two lines in the whole episode. I'm like, why is she there? You could have merged yeah. Graham, Yaz, and what's the other guy, Ryan. <laughs> right. You could have merged them into one character, and it would have still sure. been fine. You don't need three of them. I mean, yeah. It's just, oh. <laughs> I just I just think when they decided it, they didn't, in all occasions, learn from, like, the missteps of the past, like, in mm. Classic Who, when they... Because, like, it can work, of course I'm it sure can. I'm sure it can, yeah. But, and there are moments in Classic Who, like, I think the first Doctor and the fifth Doctor, where, like, it works. There are really great three companion stories, but... And there are in this one, in my opinion, but in, like, I really love Rosa. The only thing I didn't like about Rosa, how was the villain, was, like, I'm racist, and that, that is my only <laughs> that is my character fault. trait. Yeah. That is my only... I'm racist, yeah. did you know? I'm racist. And, like, yeah. you don't need to, like, slam it in my face, and that's another problem I have. See, I'm not all, like, loving roses for it. Yeah. Uh, um, the messaging, when they're doing serious messages, they slam it in like a motherfucker. Every episode. Like, every episode is a message. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, you're watching what you think is a normal episode at the end. Oh, it's about climate change. Oh right, okay. You're watching like an episode. You think, oh, it's about Amazon. So like, I can't yeah. be bothered with this. I just want like Peter Capaldi just running around with a dinosaur. That's all I want. Yeah. You know, just, like, I'm just like plastic, oh. plastic in the sea. It's bad. Did you know? It's really, really bad. Did you know? Like <laughs> it just goes, and that's why that's why it feels CBBC to me. It feels so yeah. like you know we're here to send messages to the kids. You know, gotta get it and like. They should know their fan base isn't kids. It's not. It's not been for ages. Like, Doctor Who has, has, has started off as, like, a kids' program. But if you think of, like, the diehard fan base who like it, they're not children. They're, like, people like you and me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And they should know that it's, like, they should just try... I know they were probably trying to just access a whole... Okay, yeah. so sums it up in this. It feels like they were trying to access a whole new generation, but completely ignoring the fans that they'd amassed over the sure. years. And that's sure. what made me feel like, hmm. 
Yeah, I think it's uh, on one hand, like it, I, I've got nothing against like you know the creative team or whoever, because I think to make Doctor Who not only these days, but like you know for the demographic, which is yeah. like practically everyone, that's yeah. such like a hard line mm-hmm. to cross. Like, I mean, the only time I would argue to memory that it got, in my opinion, a bit too far, where mm-hmm. if I, if you ask me, is there a moment in the new series that like you know maybe isn't as suitable for children? Yeah, uh, not that it bothered me. Do you remember in the Capaldi episode Dark Water, the series eight? finale yes that whole thing about uh even though you're dead the dead are conscious and you can feel being like cremated and stuff yeah like as an adult i was like that's a really interesting and horrifying yeah. concept and i'm i'm here for it but yeah. i thought if i was <laughs> like eight or nine watching this i'd be yeah. like i'd be pretty horrified yeah but again i think it's so like where's that line like what is what is mm. too much like I guess I like, that's, you... yeah, that's the trouble you have with a show that has such a wide demographic, I guess. When you've got a show that like goes from literally like 80-year-olds to like two-year-olds, it's hard yeah. to please all of them and it's hard to get that balance right. But I think, you know, when you think of everyone loves, you know, David Tennant and I think the reason why is because they struck the balance gold. It was absolutely yeah. perfect. It was the perfect balance between my 80-year-old granddad can watch this, but also I can put my 3-year-old toddler in front of this and she'll be interested. It's like it was it was yeah. just amazing and I just don't I think, you know, now the balance is off. And um yeah. and just going back to the like the whole from an actor's perspective thing. No, no, shoot, yeah. Do you not find it bizarre that so <laughs> Jodie Whittaker, right? And I really <laughs> like Jodie Whittaker as an actor. Like mm-hmm. I watch all her interviews. I watch like a film that she did like before Broadchurch and stuff. I think she's great. I really admire her as an actor. But I just mm. found it weird that I don't know whether I've misinterpreted this, but she didn't watch any Doctor Who. Like she didn't watch any of it. Uh, I, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because I think when she grew up, it was like when Doctor Who was off the air, I think. And then, right. uh, do you mean like, or in preparation for in the role? In preparation for the role. Oh, so right, as okay, an actor, yeah. Adam, if I said to you, right, <laughs> you, can you take over this role? So we've got this role and the character has a story from beginning to now, mm. right? And you don't even have to like read it. You don't you just watch it. You'd be like, great. What, 50 years worth of like, well, not 50 years, you know, like however long. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, this many seasons of footage to help me prepare for this role and understand the character. Let's go for it. The fact that she didn't, and I can see yeah. that in her performance. She doesn't take on board anything of the Doctor's history and it might be in the writing and direction as well, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a continuation of the character. It feels like a completely new person who's also from Gallifrey, was mates <laughs> with a Doctor and is just sort of taking over the Doctor life. It, it, uh, do you know what I mean? And it's nothing to yeah. the gender because I think you that could have easily been done it's it's nothing it was oh, it's yeah, just yeah. to do with her there's no continuation it feels like hello i'm someone new and it's like oh. yeah that's so, a great jody accent by the way thanks. i love it so, <laughs> um i think it's a i think doctor who in that as you say from that actor's point of preparing for a role i think doctor who is in a very unique position for that character because i know with matt smith um, I think, you know, before he got cast, he'd, he'd never seen it either. Like, yeah. again, it wasn't on and he, he just said he didn't watch the revival. Maybe like a tenant one was like on in the background or yeah. something, but he didn't pay attention. And I think there was one, I think it was the classic story Tomb of the Cybermen, which is a second Doctor story. Mm-hmm. He said, for whatever reason, I can't remember why, he watched that one. He was like, I'm going to watch this. Yeah. And he said, you know, oh, I loved it. I loved the way Patrick Troughton did the character. And in many ways, when you read that and then watch him, you can see a lot of yeah, Patrick Troughton's. Yeah. I'm not saying he's copying him, no, but no, you no, can no. see a lot of Pat Troughton's Doctor in him. Yeah. And I know there are some fans who not myself because I thought he was brilliant, but there are some fans who are like, oh, he's just, you know, he's just doing Patrick Troughton, but like for the modern day. Uh-huh. And whereas Capaldi, you know, he'd always like been a lifelong fan. He knew the show. But I think 
it's that fine line, isn't it? Because I think you don't want to watch 50 years of history when you get the job and then turn out basically being a copy of a David Tennant or a Matt Smith, which I think it has potential because let's think, I guess when we watch something, if you watch three seasons of David Tennant and you're like, right, this is the character I'm meant to be, you might just subtly incorporate David Tennant-isms in there, like without even realising. Like I know when I've done... Like, then no one will ever find them. But yeah. I did, like, <laughs> fan-made, like, Doctor Who shit when I was younger, nice. like, a lot younger. But it was, like, I was being my own Doctor, but, like, I knew, thinking back, I was doing, like, you know, the Tenimsons where he's like, well, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, but I well. wasn't at the, well, but at the time <laughs> I wasn't, like, I'm going to do David Tennant. It was, like, I'm being the Doctor, but because David Tennant was in my brain at the time because that was the Doctor. Yeah. So I, I think it's a hard balance to strike. So I think sure. part of me likes to think, Maybe optimistically that she didn't watch it because she thought, oh, yeah, yeah, if I watch it, then I'll just end up being a copy. But I think to the other side of the argument, like you say, in your opinion, like her not doing that yeah. results in her character not being anything to do with exactly. the Doctor. Exactly, and that's, that's the difference. If she made it, if she like went, oh, I'm not going to watch it because I don't want to be influenced, but instead I will read a bunch of scripts. So I will read yeah. a bunch of scripts. I won't watch it so I don't see what it, what how we, someone's interpreted it. I will just read these scripts. Or I will read loads of books about the Doctor. Or I will like, you mm. know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm sure she might have done. Yeah, she might have done. I'm probably just assuming here. But sure. her performance doesn't suggest that. And I don't, again, that's probably the writing as well it's, it's it's a lot of stuff and what it all comes down to i'm not like attacking any one person saying you did this terribly you did this terribly it's it's the mix of everything it's something didn't marry well for me it's like sure. it's it's the writer probably great writers brilliant writers directors probably brilliant directors brilliant mm. actors brilliant cinematographer brilliant everyone but for some reason the marriage of all of those didn't yeah. work and it's a, and it's a dissonant relationship rather than like a <laughs> harmonious marriage which i think is in the previous ones and that is what I, the, it's the only thing after milling it over and over in my brain mm. is what mm. i've had is what i've had to like result in and feel like it must just be that <laughs> no it, i think i think a lot of people feel that way especially with i think the surprise of chibnall because obviously we all love Broadchurch and oh, stuff right. and the fact that a lot of people don't feel Doctor Who has almost that same detail within it mm. is quite shocking, really, when you consider Chibnall's well, the yeah. one helming it all. I, I was like, like, I was prepared for like the biggest twists of my life. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, he's gonna set something up at the first episode, and it's gonna be like a mystery all the way through, a bit like you know Clara. I know people. I love Clara. Can I just say people no, no, fair, really fair. diss Clara? I think she's great. Um, so yeah. like the whole thing of like who's Clara or who's River Song, that sort of arc where literally it starts. You're like, hoo, hoo, hoo. And then you have a big twist at the end. But we got none of that. We just got like little like stories with a message yeah. at the end. <laughs> I've got to admit, I prefer Series 8 Capaldi era Clara to Matt Smith Clara. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Just because I thought that whole thing with the Impossible Girl, whilst at first it was interesting, yeah. I feel as soon as it got revealed, like what, you know, what she was, it was like, well, that's that done. And when I look back on it, it's just sort of like, I think it wasn't a problem at the time, more of like, you know, a hindsight watch thing. It's like yeah. you're watching the Impossible Girl stuff being like, well, as soon as we answer that, she just sort of becomes something else. But I prefer what she becomes in the Capaldi era. I find her much more of a interesting character. I think her performance think is great. more nuanced. There's more layers. Yeah, I mean, she's a great actress. Don't get me yeah, wrong. I love yeah. Jenna Coleman. She's I love her. wonderful. I melted at Comic-Con when I met her, you know. Did you I meet was, her? Oh, my uh, God. It's so embarrassing. That It was the <laughs> summer before I went to Lippa, so like 2014. She yeah. was still on the show at this point. Wow. And, um, 
I was going to meet her and like, you know, you're in the queue and you're like, right, yeah. I know how I'm going to like present myself. I know what I'm going to say. Yeah. I'm going to be cool. And I was dressed as the bloody Matt Smith doctor, like tweed, <laughs> tweed jacket and everything. Oh, I love and that. I was like, right, right. I've got it. I've got it. Uh, I walk up to the table where she's signing autographs. She looks at me and goes, oh, look at your costume. And I'm <laughs> I like, I didn't know what to say. I think oh I just gosh. like, oh, thanks. Thanks. And I, I was like, Can you sign this for me, please? I must have gone bright red. Oh, like she was just, amazing. yeah, but um, no, I love oh. it. I love conventions like yeah. that, actually. The only downside is, oh, do it, but make I've sure been... you've got a lot of money saved up because a lot of the things think... you have to buy when you get there. Well, it's more like with just how they work when you go for like autographs or like fo- professional photo shoots. A lot of actors will let you do one on like, you know, your phone or something like a right. selfie. But if you want like a proper, you know, photographer one, it costs. And like, it's all well, like when I went, I knew who was going to be there. And in my head, I was like, I'm just going to see Colin Baker and Paul McGann, the two doctors that were there. Mm-hmm. They were like a tenner each. I was like, that's fine. That's yeah. cool. But when you start. And then you're like, oh, you pop? Oh, Jenna Coleman's here, and oh, so and so's here, and so and so's here. Oh, and I, I mean, I think I spent about like three hundred pounds in oh a weekend. It was, yeah, it was bad. I mean, I'll, I, memories I'll treasure forever. I mean, I met Bernard Cribbings. Like oh, he was a, a freaking saint. Can I just say he is like my favorite Doctor Who character as well? Isn't but he so wholesome? I've, like, I've just... shed many a tear <laughs> Bernard Cribbings' <laughs> performance in Doctor Who. I think he is. <laughs> Perfect. I've never seen a character I've loved so much in my life. It's great. The the He's bit so is in turn left when you know the um, the guy in the house is being taken to the work companies. Like that's what they called them last yeah, time. And I, it's just I like, can't. oh my god! I like, literally. I, I I I think he he's oh, I'm obsessed. I love, he's wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And um, um, I I I do want to go to a, a, a comic con, but I'm sort of like saving myself for sure. like my god tier list of people if they ever suddenly go like i'm there then i'll be like right i'll go for yeah. that one do you know and, what i mean because it's who, like who's in this god tier yeah people who would never go to <laughs> <laughs> so it's not gonna work like jim carrey oh, man. oh if he showed up to a comic con i'm there i'm there like has, all has he responded to you on are you still doing that twitter thing no like, I, he's not gonna do it is he only follows one person on twitter and it's only his daughter he's never gonna reply to me oh, oh. guys right go and follow her on twitter we're gonna spam <laughs> jim carrey i literally like that man i oh my gosh like, it's ridiculous um so yeah i mean if someone like oh my god tier list because i've met pete capaldi so i've done that oh stop it <laughs> been and done because he came to our the university that we uh both trained at and he came to give a master class yeah. and he said he liked my hair and i was like Peter, uh. stop flirting <laughs> as if he came i was so gutted like i mean oh, don't get me wrong shout out lipper like they gave us when i was there like some great master great classes ones, yeah. don't get me wrong like really love the people who came in but i just couldn't believe i was like oh peter capaldi's cut I tried tooth and nail, Laura. You did don't you? Understand. I bet I was, you did. I was pulling, like, trying to pull all the strings. Like, oh, I'll just, I'll sneak in at the back. Oh. I'll do this, I'll do that. Nah, not. And, like, I get it. You know, it's for who's there currently. Yeah. I can't leech off everything. But I I know people who were there who shouldn't have been there. Just, just saying, just saying. Spill the tea. But, um, I know, cheat, oh, that lip of security, do you know what I mean? But, um... Now, also, I wanted to talk to you about this. You've recently done a James Bond marathon. Yes, I have. My and second a... love. Second love, After I was going to say that's, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, so Obsessed. what I thought would be fun, if you're Go up for on. it, because yes. you know we're actors, we love a bit of spontaneity, a bit of, imp- not yes. improvisation, but yeah, it oh, sort gosh. of is, so I'm going to name, in oh, order, gosh. 
the Bond films. Okay. And either in one word or one phrase, give me your like reaction oh or thoughts. So I think this might be fun. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> idea. Okay. Okay, Oof. so kicking it off. Well, you wait Dr. for Roger Moore and it's going to go downhill. Okay. <laughs> right, here we go. No, okay. not poor Roger. No. Okay. Uh, so. Bob, James Bond. Okay, so carry on. It's all right. Uh, Dr. No. Um, Iconic. Am I just saying one word or a couple of words? You you can say one word or you can say a sentence, either or. Um, An iconic start. Like it, like (laughs) it. Uh, From Russia with love. Um, Would love more if understood what was happening in Russia at the time. Yes. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I'm always like, what's the Soviet Union? Sorry, carry on. Uh, Goldfinger. Oh, um, adore, but uh, would watch others before it. Oh, interesting. I think Goldfinger's like my number two. Of all, I know, I know. Uh, Thunderball. Adore. And I, I, I um, will fight anyone who doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, you only live twice? Um, actually, on a second watch, enjoyed a lot more than I, than I did in the first time. Sound. Uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Again, a big surprise. Love that one. I, uh, if... This is my sentence. If if starred Sean Connery would be a ten out of ten. Oh, oh, uh, don't yeah, you think? Give some absolutely like George Lazenby. God love him, but no. Bit of a wooden no. plank, isn't it? Bit of a wooden plank. <laughs> uh, diamonds are forever. I love it. Why don't people give it more credit? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, "I love it." Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> what a great slogan for Diamonds Are Forever. <laughs> the only real thing I remember about that, for some reason, because it's been a while since I've marathoned the Bond uh-huh. films, it the final fights on an oil rig, and for some reason, yeah. the Bond girl has a cassette shoved down her pants. She does, like, yeah, which looks like she's just done a poo, to be honest. <laughs> and her name's um, Tiffany Case. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. Live and let die. Trash. Oh. I don't like live and let die. Oh. Bored stiff. Oh. <laughs> you know, Roger Moore fans watch Here out. he comes. Here he comes. Roger Moore, right. Love him, but oh. I just, some of his films are just trash. I'm really sorry. Like, oh, we'll get to them. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to them. Yeah, sure. So, the man with the golden gun. Less trash, but, you know, yeah. still not Christopher exciting. Christopher Lee, man. Christopher Lee, come on. Christopher Lee, iconic. Brilliant. He's. Yeah. He, I love the premise. I love the what they That's started fair. with. Nice. Uh, the Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, absolutely wonderful. Top three, probably top four, Ooh. maybe. Roger Moore redeemed his tenure with that film. I love that film. Fair enough. Uh, Moonraker. <laughs> Trash in space. <laughs> Why does everyone laugh when I say Moonraker? <laughs> no, no, Moonraker's not that bad. Uh, I, I don't hate Jaws turning good at the end, can I just say? Um, yeah. Moonraker, actually a fun romp. Yeah, it's it's just oh. a bit silly, isn't it? Yeah. I think if you get past that, like it's it's fine. Laugh. Uh for your eyes only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um Octopussy. Oh, fun romp. <laughs> it's it's uh horrendous and I don't know what's going on, but I, I have fun watching it. Roger Moore as a clown. Yeah, iconic. We love Roger Bond Moore as a clown. A clown. <laughs> Um, and a view to a kill for more. Old man in a bathtub. Uh, no, actually, yeah. um, I actually really like a view to a kill. I oh, think really? uh, I adore the villains. I love Mayday. Um, I think she's iconic, and I actually like the film. I think it's good. View to a That's kill. It's not bad. Christopher Walken. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Hey, Christopher. About... Walken, do you know what? Uh, Sidetrack a minute. Go on. Him in the in the Jungle Book remake. 
on paper as King Louis <laughs> is a good idea. And I d- have you seen it? No, but I can hear it in my oh, head. Oh my god! So th- they made this whole thing <laughs> sidetrack. We will come back to it, don't worry. But like that, you know, like the whole King Louis bit in the Jungle Book, like in the remake, ooh, they make ooh, it a bit ooh, more. That does he sing in it? That that. <laughs> oh yes. Oh. Um, but they make it out at first. It's like really dark and edgy. Like you can't really see King Louis at first, but he's this giant orangutan, like three times the size of Mowgli. It's quite wow. like imposing, and he does a good job at making it like threatening Great. and he's like you will make me fire otherwise basically like i'll snap your neck quite frankly wow and you're like okay like i'm here for it i'm, mm-hmm. I'm here for it this is cool and then you just hear bah, bah, da, bah, 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 da, bah. and he's like oh be do i want to be like you Ooh. i need to watch this now if you just just it's it's bad he's it's one of my bad. faves in the, i loved ow oh i can't wait i'm gonna watch it <laughs> oh like i love him as an actor but like no, no. Have you seen Pulp Fiction? Uh, He's like, he put it up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. One of his best performances, obviously. Great. Uh, back to Bond, The Living Daylights. Um, uh, great Bond, uh, a bit dull, but I love Timothy Dalton. Okay. Uh, License to Kill. I really like it. It's Rogue I Bond. I like Bond being rogue. I've always been a fan of Rogue Bond, mm. so I like. I can enjoy it. It's good. I like the fact it's a 15 as well. Yeah. There's more like horrific stuff. Like Felix getting his legs eaten by fucking yeah. sharks. Like, jeez. Do you want to hear my Timothy Dalton impression? Oh, go on. Things are about to get very nasty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says. Very nasty. It's so true. He's like, not ignore them for the whole thing. And then he's like, very nasty. <laughs> very nasty. <laughs> Just breaks through. It's great. Uh, Goldeneye. Iconic. Like, yeah. literally like my second, probably. I love Goldeneye. It's wonderful bit of brother oh, i bit love Peter brosnan so much he's great <laughs> Tom- tomorrow never dies not I, I yeah a steady solid film but okay. obviously a, not anywhere near to goldeneye hence why people don't rate no him. no uh the world is not enough um one step down from tomorrow never dies but still don't hate it <laughs> it slowly declines yeah <laughs> there's golden eye and then there's everything else. literally speaking of die another day next <laughs> <laughs> essentially the timeless children of the james oh Bond my franchise. gosh you know what though i really like halle berry i wish she was in a better film i wish her character was in a better yeah. film i really liked her but the rest just oof, oof. i just think if if you if you just want to watch a bomb film that in my opinion is just like really stupid, yeah. then like fair enough, it meets that demand. Do you but, know it's actually the yeah. first Bond film I watched. Can you believe that I, I got interested in this franchise having been <laughs> watching that one? So in all the other films, you were like, "Where's the invisible cars? Yeah. And where's, where's the Madonna? Car- you know, <laughs> where's Madonna? Oh Christ! <laughs> great song for like a gay bar. Not so great for a Bond, <laughs> Bond film. Isn't it though? Like when you hear it in like a bar, you're like, "Yeah, I'm here for it." Big. It's actually a banger, but then... It's a big banger, but you hear yeah. it in the film and you're like... Mm. Oofed. But um, Oof. Casino Royale. Top of the list. Same, me. absolute top, same girl. Daniel Brilliant. Craig. Mwah, He's mwah. wonderful. The Beautiful. best bond we ever had. Quantum of Solace. I'm watching that tonight. Are you? Uh, I am. <laughs> um, and I don't hate it. I, I, I would never put it... I would never show it to someone as like, watch Bond. But I don't, it's not horrendous. I don't it's know. like that embarrassing member of the family. It's like yeah. you don't, you're not disowning them, but you don't really make a thing of like. Yeah, I'm not promoting. Yeah, it, you know, you're not promoting <laughs> it. Yeah, Skyfall. Oh, you know, never have I seen a more perfect film. Not just Bond film, Ooh. film. Like I know really? Casino Royale's my favorite, but actually mm. Skyfall in terms of 
if I was going to rate them all, Skyfall yeah. is my top rated, I think. I just think it's oh, wow. perfect. I just can't fault it. I really can't. I mean, it is a cracking film, to be fair. It's great. Do you think the idea, I don't know if you, you know the, like, Gainskeeper character at the Skyfall house? Yeah. Did you know that was, apparently that was, they thought about maybe getting Sean Connery to do it? Yes, I did hear that. Because the guy's yeah. Scottish. He's like, you know, and it's in yeah. Scotland. And, oh, that do you think that would have worked though? Because yeah. isn't the whole Bond thing like you think? So? Yeah, because it's a different. I I see every new Bond is a different universe because it's got to be well, kind of a different. It's like a different. It's like a parallel universe. That's how I view Bond. Every Bond okay. is a parallel universe, so it doesn't matter. It's fine. It's just an old. That's man. fair. That's fair. It's just That's an old cool. Man. And uh, Spectre. Stop hating on Spectre. It's not <laughs> that bad. Oh my gosh, I would watch Spectre over Live and Let Die any goddamn day. I mm. what is wrong with Spectre? It's a bit long. Yeah, they yeah, made Bond and Blofeld yeah. brothers. Oh yeah. yeah, complain about that, but it's not bad. It's so much more entertaining than any Roger Moore film. So I I <laughs> but, don't understand. I think that's what my opinion of Spectre was. It was basically as if they made a Roger Moore film, but now. Interesting. That was like which, like, because I thought Daniel Craig's era up to that point, the first three films, mm-hmm. they were really, they were really going for that, you know, this whole thing of Bond isn't invincible. Yeah, like, yeah, Bond yeah. can be shot, Bond can yeah. get injured, Bond isn't the perfect secret agent, he's got a lot of flaws. Mm-hmm. And then Inspector, he's just like, he's do, he's like shooting down helicopters <laughs> with like one bullet from a pistol. He's like, he's, but, you know, which is fine. Like, Bond's done that. Like, he's yeah. done this whole, he's a superhuman, he'll never be touch sort of thing yeah. but it just seemed odd to go from that tonal shift of this era is like the realistic if you want to call yeah. it that era to jump to oh we're gonna do some like roger moore shit you see that helicopter yeah Down. i like, think they easy. probably were told a lot that they were taking themselves way too seriously because a lot of people love silly bond i love silly bond yeah, oh yeah so yeah. i think they just tried to go like oh let's make yourself have a bit of a laugh with this one and i and i, I don't know I, I just think um I think people get so clouded by the fact that the Blofeld thing yeah. that they go, it's a terrible film. I'm like, actually, it's not that bad. Like, it's a bit no, slow. It's not, it's not horrendous. No. Like, some people put it, I see some Bond rankings and people put it at the bottom of their list. I'm like, who are really? you trying to kid? Are you saying this is worse than Die Another Day? Are you having a laugh? <laughs> like, that's... I think it'll be a passage of time thing. Like, give you it think? 10 years and people will be like, Spectre's an underrated gem in the Bond franchise. Do you know what I mean? I like Spectre. Yeah. I think I'm biased. I do really love um, Leah Sadu. I think she's... Oh, one of my favourite people on this earth. So I'm very excited that she's back for No Time to Die, whenever that happens. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. gutted that that's been... Because is it is it still November or have they pushed it back even more? It's, appara- it's apparently November. They're seeing how well Tenet does, um, oh, yeah, which I saw yeah. the other day and it was horrendous. Um, is it? Oh, Ooh, Nolan, man, making a misfire. <laughs> you know what? It might just be me. It might be me. No, do you know what? I saw like the initial, like just people I follow on Twitter, because I think last night or the day before was like the big premiere or whatever, yeah. when you could go and see it. And there were those people who were like, yeah, like masterpiece, like best thing he's ever done. And those people who were like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I So it, it's a film made for Nolan film nerds, and I'm sure they'll love right. it. I'm sure the yeah. people who love Christopher Nolan and love Love analyzing film. I'm sure they have a whale of a time with it. But for the average fair, cinema fair. goer, it's just like, what's going on? <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. And, and just to go deep cut on the Bond stuff, go on. never say never again. Haven't seen it. Haven't you? I made a choice to not watch it. I'm not going to support Ooh. that. I'm not going to give that money <laughs> because it, it's not. It's not a Bond film. It's some random extra stuff, and uh, and I've just heard like bad things about it, and I just don't want to tarnish it's my a, eyes. It's a very odd film is because it? it's like obviously he is called like you know they call him james bond and he's 007 and all this but 
they can't use any of like, like the, the music tropes. or like, anything. You can't use the music. You don't have the gun barrel intro. Ooh. I mean, the fact that Sean Connery, who in fact at that time was younger than Roger Moore, yes. but somehow feels more. He feels older, doesn't he? Yeah. Like That's he feels weird. like he's in his seventies. Yeah. It's just a bit, it's a bit clunky and it's just, it's basically a remake of Thunderball exactly. as well, which I know you said you love, love, but, and I like, I'm not the biggest Thunderball fan, but mm-hmm. if you like, even though it was made like 20 years later, like yeah. put the two together, I watched Thunderball like in a heartbeat. I mean, there's yeah. a bit in Never Say Never Again where Sean Connery basically plays like 80s video game, like air hockey with someone with like electric shot. It's so cringe. Oh it's like gosh. the cringiest. Sean Connery looks like he hasn't got a clue what's going on. And I and just, but, um... yeah, I don't want that to ruin my image of Sean Connery as Bond. Do you know what I mean? I want to be like, keep him in my brain as yeah. this cool dude. And like, Would... you know, keep this like... W- would you watch the 1967 Casino Royale? If I was bored, maybe. I feel like, <laughs> I, I, I'm very, much, I'm very loyal to the franchise. I That's like fair. to do what they, what they put out. Um, yeah. But you know, I was just thinking the way I feel about Spectre, I think, is the way you feel about Chibnall era uh, Doctor Who. It's like I had fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. What's all the hate, yeah. guys? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what some people forget across like any fandom. It's like mm. just because if you don't like something or don't gel with it, like. If other people like it, then sure. like fair play to them. Like if they're digging it, then yeah. that's that's, that's what wavy. entertainment like, is for, isn't it? We yeah, exactly. Just, that's why there's so many things to choose from. If you don't like this thing, you can watch something else. And it's all if fun. only everyone had that, Laura. If only everyone <laughs> shared that view, the world would be a much better place. Wouldn't it, Jess? Um, I am aware we're coming up to an hour, but I did uh-huh. want to touch on um, the new channel you've launched, oh, yeah. which is. Um, do you want to tell people about that? Because sure. I think it's really interesting. <laughs> it won't. No, you, no one will need it here. Uh, it's <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? So if anyone's listening and you're learning English as a language, mm. um, I've released... Released? Who do I think I am? Madonna. <laughs> I've uh, started a new YouTube channel um, to teach mm. English because that's what I've started doing as a job in this pandemic. I teach English to foreign learners. And uh, mm. I was like okay, well, I'd like, um, I'm going to try and make videos about this because I like making videos and I like making content. And I thought, well, if I can put my two things together of teaching Mm -hmm. English and making videos, there you go. So it's called Smashing English. If you're interested, give it a subscribe and uh, you'll learn some English. Anyone who was just listening to the past 50 minutes being like, what the hell are they (laughs) saying? Like, It'll help out. (laughs) Do you know what? I wouldn't, I would if someone was like, I didn't know English and I'm running this through Google Translate and it's like, I, that would not surprise me in the slightest. Could you imagine? So, Dedication. Yeah. And is there any other like social, feel free to shout out any social media you want, by the way, just so Great. people know where to find you. They so want to check on out YouTube, uh, either Book of Laura or Smashing English, depending on your English level. Um, <laughs> uh, on Twitter, it's Laura E. Noble. Just one mm. word spelt like Donna Noble. And on Instagram, it's Laura with two A's and then Noble with two E's. So that's nice. it. Nice. <laughs> little bit, little bit of doubles there. You like the double yeah, effect. Yeah, it's taken. Someone's taken Laura Noble. Ugh. Oh, does it make you think of the, like, you know, when you first got on the internet, like your first email address and just how, like, oh. did you ever have, like, a cringy oh, email address? Like, go on. It was... Or is it still in use? No, Can it's not, not in it? use. It's well, oh, okay. well retired. It's, uh, it was Wonder Girl at hotmail.co oh. not too bad wonder girl yeah, that's fine. but that's fine. wait yeah, till yeah. you hear how i spelt it so i spelt it w-u-n-d-a girl wonder girl wonder girl <laughs> wonder girl and that was me oh, blimey. what was yours i think if you have if you ever do a skit series you should bring back wonder girl definitely um mine was uh <laughs> mine was ads the loudmouth. yeah boy 
because I talk a lot. So. That's the loudmouth and wonder girl coming at you. <laughs> that is that is the future collaborate when when lockdown. Well, lock, lockdown technically it, it isn't. Who knows? Who what's knows going what's going on? on? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I yeah, it's like I can travel here and there, and no one's gonna stop me. But it's like, should I be doing this? Should I not? Well, I don't know about anyone listening, like where you are in the world, but here in the UK, it's literally the government have just gone do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, it's not our fault. Sit do on a plane, want, so. but don't go in a theatre. God forbid. You know. Uh, t- <laughs> we could do a whole separate Honestly. podcast like, just about the acting industry and oh. how it's been left to die, basically. Literally. So, um, but yeah, no, I mean, obviously, good luck with smashing English Thank and you. everything around that. I mean, I'm glad you've got a job. I mean, because so many people sadly are, <laughs> Same. you know, are losing their jobs. Like, it's so, it's so lucky. I'm so great. I'm like honestly that. grateful every single day. If I didn't have this, I don't know what, what I'd be doing. It was just a whim, really. I just thought, oh, I'll apply yeah. for this website. But, you know, it's, it's, it's tough out there. Yeah. Well, my job was working in front of house in a theatre. Oh, and, oh, can't no. do that anymore. But Are you, you on furlough? Was recently laid off, but you know no. it is what it is. I think the problem is <laughs> little serious note to end things yeah. on today. I think it's obviously that thing of you know there's so many people being like laid off, sure. not just actors, like everybody. Sure, and yeah. The, there's few jobs available, and now even more. Like I know a mate of mine applied for like you call it like say you know a standard bar job and yeah, stuff, yeah. and they got back and said. You know, we've read your CV and like, yes, you are. You can do this job. We know that. But we've had like 10,000 applicants (gasps) for like, you know, one bar job. And I think it just puts in perspective, like just how, how big this whole thing is. It's like, if getting a job was hard to begin with, it's even harder now. But you know what? We just, you crack on, you you stay positive. Use your creative side, make some things. Exactly. You know, use the time so that you look back and you go, you know what? I didn't have a job at that point, but look at all this amazing stuff I made and I put my mind yeah. to something I didn't just like, you know, wait around, which is great. Yeah. And, you know, this I... is amazing stuff you're doing. Like, fair play to you. It's really, really yeah. good to make like a video every day for that length of time. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> editing's Whoa. my least favorite thing to do in the world. So the fact that you managed to do whatever. Oh, is it? Day, really? Oh, I hate it. Yeah. It's, it's so time consuming. <laughs> it's just like, I'll drag this here, drag that there. Um, I only, I took a week's break at the start of August because I made to celebrate hitting 10,000 subscribers. Amazing. I made like well a brief history. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> I made a brief history like about me in the sense, not about my life, but more about like my time on YouTube over yeah, the past yeah, eight yeah. years. And I really had fun making it and editing it, but my God, it was like 50 minutes long. And by the end of it, I was just like, this just needs to go up. And then YouTube was like, copyright claim. Yeah. And I was like, I had to like go back and re-edit <sighs> it. And I think it's like we're saying, YouTube like punishes you for doing anything remotely creative basically sure. so which is which is a shame but but anyway but we, but we still that, love you please still pay us in adsense yeah, money so, like, please, please don't, <laughs> don't take me off the platform freedom of speech please don't become like the the, the i don't know like dictatorship exactly i need i need money (laughs) we don't have jobs don't have jobs but laura honestly thank you so much for joining me today it's been an absolute pleasure and guys go and check out laura's channel on youtube the book of laura or smashing english go and follow her on twitter and instagram keep up to date and yeah laura just all the best with your job all the best with acting in the future and yeah i hope it all goes really well cheers buddy it's been a pleasure good luck with everything thank you no, thank you. <laughs> and to everyone listening, we will see you in the next episode. Bye. <laughs>